0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Detour podcast. We're live and it's a big day because Michael Matthews, the monkey's off the back. He's had a win overnight at the World Tour Event Tour of Catalonia. I'm your host, Dan Jones, joined as always by a very excited four-time national road champion from Australia, Johnny <laughs> <laughs> Murphy. you must be up and about, mate.
1: Yes, well, you know, my, my, uh, my, my godchild has come good. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> nah, no, fantastic. And... Um, yeah, and we're, and we're going to have talk with him. He just sent me a message, two minutes. So that's great. Um, yeah, look, it, it, I felt for him. Last year, he actually had a really good year. He just didn't win any bike races. But I mean, he was right in there at the top end of the biggest races in the world, but just couldn't uh, get the elusive wins. It's been a couple of years, actually. Mm. And so uh, his form. Uh, on Saturday in the Lancer Remo was absolutely sensational uh, and just you know, right in the mix. A very impressive ride, but this one is yeah, something special. But, of course, we'll be talking about the other you know, major thing that happened uh, last night for our time and um, uh, with, with Sonny Cobrelli, who, who uh, raced a fantastic drag race between he and, and Michael all the way up the finishing straight. Michael was just too strong, took it out. Uh, but then Combrelli, uh collapsed not long after, uh, ended up um, having to get paramedics, and it turned out to be a heart attack caused through. He he didn't ride Milan San Remo on Saturday because he was out with this flu bronchitis flu that's been going right through the peloton. And uh, yeah, and then it turned out he was really crook. I had to cut him off the hospital, and uh, yeah, with, with a heart attack. So it's scary stuff. So we'll talk about. It. We'll break all that down. Um, but uh, yeah, amazing, uh, amazing few days in cycling.
0: Well, there's two blokes that uh, are going to give us pretty good insights on what's going on, everything. Team Bike Exchange, Jacob. That of course is uh, Matt White and Gene Bates, who's on the ground there at Catalonia. At the moment, welcome, fellas. Uh, start off with you, Gino. Geez, it must have been an exciting time among the group uh, after stage one yesterday.
2: That no, was fantastic. Um, the guys uh, had a great day all round. Actually, it was. Um, I'm not sure if you, how much you saw during the during the stage, but um, there was a lot of crosswinds, and at one stage, it was a group of 25, and we had the all seven riders in the front group there. So it was. Um, it was a big day for everyone, and um, obviously, as you can see from the pictures finished it off very nicely in the finish there
3: if he
1: yeah sensational so did you see anything of what happened afterwards like, there we are we've got him come across the line now wow and he wins it really comfortably uh hands in the air it would have been he would have been over the moon uh there is i, and I can tell you there's so many bike riders who come up and congratulate him because they knew how much it meant to Michael, which was fantastic. But I was going to ask you, Gene, did you see anything of what happened afterwards with, with Colbrelli?
2: No, fortunately, and as one of those things, the guys came back to the bus pretty uh, shaken up of what they saw with Sonny on the, on the ground there and, the, and the, the medical treatment he was receiving at the time. So we're all, um, just thankful that he was all right and he sounds like he's recovering well in hospital there. Yeah, yeah.
0: As you were saying earlier, like there was obviously the, the bronchitis type thing. And we were talking with you about that the other day, Whitey, uh, that sort of ripped through the peloton over a number of different races. But um, is that one of the things like with the medical staff that you've sort of got to monitor with any of these sort of chest infection type, uh, you know, things with recovery? Yeah, definitely. Well, also Sunny did have COVID and I heard that he
3: had COVID quite bad uh, in February. So all the protocol for all the teams now is before they are allowed to start back racing, the guys have to have heart checks. So uh, there's good procedures put in place uh, by the teams that, uh, that they can monitor their health, but that, like those heart checks, all they show is uh, the health of the heart on that day. So uh, it does, it does catch out if you've got any issues on that day, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough spring. And basically when you do get sick at all, that does, that does put a stress on your heart. And uh, these guys are uh, making extraordinary efforts and uh, the main thing is that, you know, Sonny is, is well in hospital. He's been monitored and um, and let's hope he gets better soon.
0: Particularly as cyclists, like I was always in awe, like their capacity to push through the pain barrier. But sometimes from a health perspective, you know, the pain barrier is there for a reason to tell your body, hey, well, you're at your limit. Whereas guys like Sonny, you know, even you look what he did at paris Bay last year, that guy's an animal. So, you know, when you're pushing it to the limit, um, you know, sometimes things like that can happen, but it's great. It's great to see that he is on the men. Um, And obviously on the weekend, Whitey, uh, San Remo, if he was talking about uh, bling, you know, finished fourth, it was a a really positive ride, but geez, all the talking point was the drop post uh, with Mahorik and and some of the risks that he was taking on the descents. I think that's the fastest time. Is it down the Poggio um, knocking off Sean Yates from, I think in the, late 80s or early 90s. Maybe even Sean Sean Kelly. Sean Kelly. See, whenever I try and go pre-2005, I take a big risk. Big, Big risk. But anyway, he was motoring almost to the point where in the coverage he was catching the motorbikes like so many times you could see it. So yeah, don't don't start me, Jonesy. Don't start me. I'm just poking the bear, mate. I'm just poking the bear. But um, hang on, hang on. We've got it, we've got a guest. Michael Matthews. He's on the detour. Congratulations, mate. H- how are you
4: traveling? Thanks, guys.
5: Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, a bit a uh, bit rough this morning, but uh, no. Nah. <laughs> Good.
1: What'd well, you party up? Did you have a bit of a party last night, uh, Michael?
5: No, 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 no. We had a a glass of wine with the team um, to have a little bit of a celebrate, but um, nah, it's another really good stage for us today and a lot of good stages this week. So um, this was was just to get the ball rolling.
0: Michael, I know you really well, mate. If you were going to celebrate, it would be a box of uh, sour cream and chive Pringles. <laughs> hey, what happens on tour stays on tour,
5: right?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. So, just quickly, Michael, look, congratulations, mate. It's fantastic. I know it, it's been frustrating for you. You actually had a quite a good year last year, but just couldn't get that bloody win. And now, uh, a great ride on Saturday in Remo, which we'll talk about in a second. But um, that drag race up the finish there, it's a pretty tough finish, which you've won there before, of course. But uh, that was an uh, absolute Absolute uh, 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 brilliant uh, uh, win. And I could see how a lot of your rivals in other teams were actually so wrapped for you. So many come up to pat you on the back straight at the finish. Must have been pretty special, mate.
5: Yeah, I think um, every, everyone knows how much I put of my life into cycling um, and how much I, I continue to try, no matter how much I get pushed down. Um I'm definitely at the end of my career going to write a book about all the stuff that has happened to me and to my family and my, my teams all through the, all through the years of my career. So I think, yeah, when, when my friends in the Peloton and compatriots, the saw that I had won, um, they, they feel like they won too. um, yeah, a lot, a lot of guys across the finish line that I actually in this Peloton here, there's a lot of guys that I was teammates with that we've had so many journeys with through cycling, on and off the bike, and um, yeah, to come through with a victory today after oh, yesterday after after so so long without one, um, yeah, they could they could feel how much it meant to me. It wasn't just another, it wasn't just another win. It was um, something more special.
1: And of course, um, just while we're on that, I mean, Sonny Colbrelli, you know, it was a great duel up the finish. You you were too strong, but then <clears> to see what <throat> happened afterwards, uh, you know, turns out had a heart attack. Did you see any of that after the finish?
5: No, I was actually at, at the at the uh doping control doing my test and um our uh, media person came and just said, um, I just wanna tell you before the media asked you any questions about it, but um this Cobrelli's uh passed out over the finish line. And yeah, from that moment it was for me it was more about his health and his safety rather than actually the win and yeah I just continued asking as much as questions as as possible as I could and yeah it's 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 scary um he had COVID over Christmas had bronchitis I think last week um which a lot of us have had COVID now so this that could have been any of us on the on the ground there uh, after the finish line and I spoke to a couple of teammates of ours last night at dinner and they said they did see him on the ground like compulsing um after the finish line which um yeah is is never nice to see and yeah I, that, like i said that could have been any of us that uh that have had covid so yeah it's um the main thing is he's okay um and i messaged with him last night and this morning and uh he's okay so i think um yeah that's best case scenario yeah
0: now uh we we're talking. Uh, bling to Gene earlier and, and it was a really solid effort from the team uh, across the board. Yes, a couple of the old faces. You know, you got the Joker, Cam Meyer, Demon, uh, Damien Housen uh, and you were very quick to thank the team for all their work after the victory.
5: Yeah, it wasn't really our plan it was to go in the, make a split uh, mid-race and, uh, and go from there to try and go to the finish but in the end, the... Uh, the split, the the wind was there, and we were riding the front with uh, with Callum and um, Gene gave us the, the all clear through the town to to go to the front, all of us, and then see what see what the wind is like out of the town. And um, yeah, it was good enough to um, to be able to to make a a panic in the peloton, let's say. Um, otherwise, it just would have been a big day for us riding the front all day. So. I think it made the race more exciting for sure and uh in the end we had our whole team in the front there in the split so um yeah it was all, it was good from all of us but it was also good from gene that he gave us the heads up that uh, this was all coming so then through to the finish even though we were <laughs> swapping off full gas in the in the in the split there um we still had guys to position me going into the climb and then into the finish also um deep into the final so it was just up to me to try and position the last few kilometres to uh, to try and get the victory, and, um, yeah, we're able to do
2: it. So it's a great day.
0: Well, looking into the crystal ball, Gene, what do you got planned for uh, today's stage and the rest of the tour, mate?
2: Uh, I reckon there'll be a few nervous guys after yesterday, um, given the wind again is, is going to be super strong, and we're up around that Perpignan area on the coast, um, which is notoriously windy. Um, it's more of a – probably a flatter stage, Um one would think it's going to be a bunch of sprint on paper, but um, as we saw yesterday, I think anything can happen and we'll see a lot of uh, nervous teams out there, particularly in the in the mid, middle part of the race.
1: So you've got Bling and Caden Groves uh, all, all set up for today, have you?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's very nice to have uh, options when you come to a race like this and I think we've got two very good ones at the moment, obviously, in, in good nick and, um, and also Simon Yates in the next few days with, uh, with two big mountain days coming up after that.
0: Hang on, we've got another special guest. Geez, we've got a stacked line up here, and that, of course, is the Green Edge founder, Jerry Ryan. Joins us live, Jerry.
4: How you are you, boys? Have you got
6: a special guest from the team? Or-
1: well, yeah, I got one of two. Take care uh, of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a big day, mate.
6: It's been a very big day. To- that was yesterday. It's going to be a bigger day today, but uh, congratulations. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, a, mate. A resilience, perseverance, and uh, you got there, mate. Uh, great win. Very proud uh, of you. Uh, don't let Whitey take the credit, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone can take the credit for that. That was a full team effort, mate. That was a full well, team football effort. Didn't, the football team didn't win, but you made up for it, uh, so, right. Well done, Bling Did my part <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, you, must,
0: you must be looking forward to getting back over the
6: races this year It's been a can't long time wait to, can't, wait, can't wait to get there uh, So i am being allowed to escape in May So that's, I've got a few trips planned And um, that'll be the first one So. you got Bling down for the Giro, Waddy?
3: No, no Bling's going to have a break after the, uh, the Classics And then get ready
6: for the Tour, mate Oh. I'll be there at the starting line to push you off, Bling. Thanks, man. Appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate it. And if you'll be there for security,
0: Bling, remember you did such a good <laughs> job at the Giro in 2014. So yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was golden. Those are the
5: times. What, eh? Why are
1: people There's so unkind? People- <laughs> <laughs> Johnny,
6: Johnny, on your forehead it says Target. Right, you wipe it off.
1: <laughs> uh that's the job of the mascot to keep everyone happy and laughing and whatever. But hey, I'm gonna laugh about it
5: eight years later, so it's not so I know,
1: bad. exactly right. And I can't do too bad a job because I'm actually gonna look I've got to actually guide uh Jerry around at the start of the giro. So I I can't be doing too bad a job. I still get in there.
5: Someone's gotta do it.
6: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be fine. Nothing will go wrong. I've got a
1: I've
4: I've got, got a GPS.
6: Well. I've got a GPS, John. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: well we, we can get lost even with them but anyway it's another story but I know you haven't got long Jerry so I'll let you uh fire uh, some questions away because I know you've got to run into a uh, to a presentation but uh, I thought you might uh, we're just talking about that and also Milan San Remo which was another great ride of Michael's so uh exciting stuff
6: as I said perseverance and uh, uh, you never give up uh, and uh, you didn't and uh... There's more to come, Michael, and I look forward to being over there and uh, seeing you uh, put those two arms in the air. So uh, keep up the good work and to the team. Uh, all the best and uh, stay safe and uh, very proud of the uh, achievements. Uh, it's been a great year so yeah, uh, so far and it's going to even be a bigger one. Yeah. Well,
0: thanks, there you go. Appreciate good it, man. Thanks, Jerry, thanks Jerry. So All, all the best, guys. Roll. Good on you, Jerry. Catch thanks, us, Jerry. Bye. Thanks, mate. Yes, but it's it. of course Jerry. Right now, Blink, you're probably got to head off. If he, um, anything before,
1: yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah, I do, I do because I want to talk about Milan San Remo. Because I tell you what, I love the Milan San Remo, and the last <laughs> 20k of that is always amazing. But this year, it was something else. So just take us, we'll get down to the, the, the finale in the motorbikes in a minute, but just take us through that, like from the start of the suppressor because the pace was on like I've never seen before. So just take us through that, mate.
5: Yeah, um, I guess as we all expected, um, UAE had to make the race hard on the suppressor, um, so that wasn't a surprise, but um, yeah, the pace they went up there was pretty special. I think um, when 30 guys go over the top of the suppressor, you know, okay, I just got to tighten my seatbelt and try and hold on as much as I can for the for the podium. and um, yeah, I think... I did, a, I did a pretty good pretty good job. I think I was happy with my performance um, on the Poggio also. It was like um, on the Poggio, it was like a, a bunch sprint. It was up the climb. I was continuing trying to overtake people just to try and be like second, third or fourth wheel. But in the, in the end, everyone was just passing each other to try and be in that same position, which I've never never actually experienced before on the Poggio. Normally, it's like fast from bottom to top and they attack at the glass house, and that's the main attack, you know. So, um, yeah, this year, Tade attacked already four times before the glass house um, even started, which the glass house is about a K and a half to go to the top of the Boggio. and um, that's where all the famous attacks always go in Milan-San Remo. So, yeah, he was attacking like a madman before that, and I, I think everyone just wanted to be on his wheel, so it was yeah, there was just people going everywhere. And when everyone's got not much legs left, um, it was a bit wild. And then, yeah, yeah. we went over the top, um, a small group with a little bit of a gap on, on us. One of them topped us in front, but yeah, it was not really an issue. You could see we were just going to come back as soon as we turned left at the top of the climb. And then um, I think actually Mohorovic came past me just at the top of the climb and then just railed it past everyone and just, Took off on the descent, and no one could uh, no one could follow with that drop of seat post. Oh. And uh, yeah, his bike skills, uh, you, you know how good today's bike skills
0: are, and he couldn't follow the wheel. So, I mean, yeah. Well, his chain skills are good as well. Like uh, that was unbelievable what happened. Oh,
1: uh, he was lucky there, lucky there. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: that that would have given you like yeah, luck, just, but, the shock. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Considering also he's had a couple of nasty crashes uh, last year and he hasn't lost his fear. Um, and he, he was the quickest descender since, what was it, Sean Kelly, John, in the 80s? Oh,
1: I, I think he might have even been quicker. <laughs> that was absolutely amazing. Yeah, look, I thought – I was just wrapped. I, I thought the final attack of, of uh, Craig Anderson was was, was the, the the real brutal one because, you know, today had been really going. But when uh, uh, Craig Anderson went, that was – just another level again, uh, but even though they only put a small gap into you. But now and I saw you ha- uh, um, were complaining about the motorbikes, and rightly so, and I see uh, uh, Dan Lloyd, uh, the, the British uh, uh, ex-bike rider and now commentator, backed you up completely. He just said it's getting ridiculous. Uh, sure, you're getting a breakaway. You know you're going to get a bit of advantage, but he did get quite a bit of advantage in that last part of the descent down the uh, after you know in the in the last four or five call I was gonna ask you yeah I mean
5: yeah yeah I mean it's it's a difficult one. Um for me I'm hoping the bikes were just trying to get out of the way because he was obviously descending so fast. Um
0: oh, Fling's gone, he's cut out. That's always a problem when uh the halfway through a sentence and it goes a Full frame of myself, <laughs> That's scary. But That's scary. Been, just just on the motorbikes, though, we've been saying this for ages like, since day dot that uh, there's too many in a Peloton. Like, how many do you need to take snaps? Bling your back,
5: I'm back. Sorry, I think the internet you're cut right. out.
0: You're on, mate. Yeah, sure. I think the motorbikes were really
5: just trying to get out of the way. Um, I, I said that in the post race interview. Um, obviously it is becoming a big problem. Um, on the descent, okay, he was getting some, a little bit, little bit help, but the problem is off off the descent where you come really fast, um, onto the main road off the descent, it was quite close to the bikes, which is not his fault. I'm not blaming him at all. You use every advantage that you can, um, in the bike race. Um, but it's also for races moving forward and for cycling. We need to figure out what we can do to um, to make it equal for the peloton and for the for the guy in the in the break. But um, yeah, nothing nothing, nothing taking away from Matei. he he, he rode a great race and he, he gambled and it it worked out.
0: Bling, um, how much of cycling do you think is built around confidence? And how much confidence did you take from your ride at Milan San Remo that obviously yeah. helped you on the opening stage of Catalonia?
5: yeah I think it's it's at least fifty percent of the battle uh with with any sport i think um obviously physical ability and and form is massive but head being able to yeah um stick to the plan and believe in yourself that you can deliver the plan that's uh, that is expected of you um i think last year we got bashed down quite a bit um uh, with our confidence um i think we probably know the reason why, but we're probably not going to say it. Um, but, yeah, I think this year with, um, with our new equipment, um, everyone is much happier um, and can perform much better. And I think that brings up the whole team, not just, not just one guy, but I saw in San Remo, I saw a really motivated, strong, positive team of riders, staff, everything. And then coming here after that, I guess I probably brought that that confidence, that drive that we did get from San Remo to, to this race. And I saw a very well, strong, rounded team here yesterday in the race. And hopefully we can just continue this um, this high that we're on at the moment. I think Dion was also second a couple of days ago. Um, Yates' win last week. Um, he's second in Paris Nice, so it's it's like every it's like everything. Once you once you see success or feel success in in your group of, of people, where whatever you're in, um, you also want to feel some success or be a part of some success of of some success. So that just drives you to be even um, even more motivated to to continue that. And I think yeah, the role we're on at the moment, I I'm excited to see what is what is coming for us.
0: Uh, Good stuff, mate. Before we let you go, I've got a couple of live uh, comments. Janice Ashcroft says, Hi, everyone. Congratulations, Bling. Uh, Matthew Boringon says, Hi, guys. Amazing team riding. Well finished by Bling. Congratulations, team. Uh, Janice says, Best wishes to Sonny. Hope this doesn't occur again. Uh, Dan, the man, he's loving it. Uh, John Bodie says, Well done, Bling. Made my day when I woke up to hear of your win. Congratulations. Andy Hilton says, awesome work by Bling and team. Great to see Bike Exchange turn it on in the early season races. It bodes well. Old Nolsey, he says, great to see at Bling 90 on the best cycling podcast. Absolutely love this podcast. Cheers to all. <laughs> and then Nolsey's backed it up with got any jobs going, please, Jerry. <laughs> and then Kevin P says, fantastic to see Jerry. What a fantastic asset to Australian cycling. And old Leon Bowl's a curveball. He says. If uh you're in a group of five and the lead rider was getting a draft from the Motos, would we be talking about it? Well, if Bling won, we wouldn't. You know the score, so move on. <laughs> That's how the game works. Talk to the
1: fourth
6: wall.
0: Um, anything you want to add before we let um Bling go and Gino's gotta get going as well. Uh if- All right, well. And- uh, congratulate!
1: Just say, congratulated uh, uh, Bling, fantastic mate, and uh, looking forward to uh, watching you in those <laughs> a couple of those big classics come up, coming up, which really suit you. Amstel, still uh, at uh, and races like that. Fleschelon, uh look forward to really seeing you show us your stuff.
0: Well, when it rains, yeah. it pours, Bling. It absolutely pours. So yeah, uh, you're off and racing, bro. So go ahead yeah. and smash it, and uh, hopefully you can get a custom-made. Bike. I
5: have to ask Tom Davids about that one. Oh, but he's, my good, he's my good mate, so we'll see. All right, <laughs> All right mate. Well, thanks for
0: coming right, on guys. the show, and, and we'll let you go as well, Gino. Get get amongst it and get the day sorted. Cheers, guys. No worries, mate.
1: Thanks, thanks fellas. Thanks yeah,
4: thanks, thanks. yeah, thanks, see Thanks, Jerry. You back,
0: right. Cheers, mate. Uh, Waddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just there saying, <laughs> uh, let, let, let's just go to a quick drinks break and uh there's a couple other quick topics short and sharp one tonight if you as we always say on the detail podcast one we'll well, has
1: to go as well so uh, we, we, i think we're about three what minutes all right we'll, okay. we'll do a quick drinks
0: break and then we'll wrap it up All right. Okay. look at this bike you think it's just a bike right
4: But it's not. It's a bike. 374 people are looking at. This guy, this girl, them. All looking at it. People from here, there, and wherever this is. People that are looking for a bike. Or just a piece of it. Amateurs. Semi-amateurs. And pro-amateurs. This guy wants this bike, but with this crank and these bars. This could be the perfect match, but not this one. This girl has a bike to sell, and thousands of people might purchase it. Eyes on Bikes help grow small businesses. His, hers, yours, and the latest data and insights help those businesses keep moving. We are the world's number one bike marketplace with over 500,000 products and 900 brands, where buyers and sellers are brought together in a place where a bike is never just a bike. Bike Exchange where the world buys, sells, learns and rides.
1: Are you dreaming of the ultimate cycling holiday? Mumu Cycling is the best in the business. Official tour operators for all Grand Tours and Monuments, you will ride the best climbs, enjoy VIP access and race viewing all hosted by some of the world's best pros, including 17-time Tour de France rider and Paris-Roubaix champion Stuart O'Grady. Start planning your ultimate holiday at www.mumucycling.com.
0: Thanks again to Bike Exchange and mumucycling.com if he's going to be over there at the Giro this year. So make sure you get in and book your spot, MoomooCycling.com. Uh, before we let you go, Whitey, uh, obviously, you know, it's going to be a big race at Catalonia, but uh, what are a couple of the other big ones coming up for yourself? Well, we have uh, – well, for the team, we have uh, the first of the 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 main
3: block of Spring spring Classics on Starts Tomorrow is with, Skeldepri- with uh, sorry, with the uh, punner. So oh, we will uh,
0: still go on that race.
3: Yeah, Not but it's, days it's, days anymore, <laughs> is it? it's a one-day race now, Jonesy, and uh, oh. it's, a world, it's a World Tour one-day race. That's on tomorrow. Ah. So we're hitting that one with Dylan Groenewegen. Uh, he'll be going head head-to-head head with uh, with Mark Cavendish and a few of the a few of the other big sprinters. That's that's tomorrow. So in Belgium, we have Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday is E3, which is like a mini Tour of Flanders. Sunday is gent Webergum. So we've got three big World Tour races in Belgium this week. Then tomorrow starts a stage race in Italy, Copper Barclay. and we've got a we've got a younger team uh, in that one with Dion Smith, who was second uh, in a big race in Italy on the weekend, and with some of our guys coming back from uh, from COVID, coming back from injury. That's that's uh, in Italy as well. So we're racing on three fronts this week. So Catalunya, which is day two today, which should, like Gene said, should be a big good day for Caden Groves. Uh, tomorrow, we start in Belgium and Italy, Italy as well. So it's a busy period of the year, which all, nearly all hands on
0: deck. And then uh, the week after is, is Basque Country. Geez, uh, the Belgians must be fizzing now. They must just be up oh, and about with time. those two races. It's the oh, final season. Eddie, you'd be doing that many cashies. <laughs> <It'd be laughs> is, is,
3: and, uh, and the good news for the riders is So I'm down in southern Spain and it's, it's pretty average weather. Um, and usually, if it's average weather down where I live, it means only one thing. That Northern Europe has sensational weather, and uh, I saw the weather forecast for tomorrow is eighteen degrees and sunny in Belgium tomorrow. Oh, the whole wow. week is the whole week week is sunshine, no chance of rain. We've got the reverse down here, raining every day. Uh, it's good; we need it because we won't see raining in for another six months. But uh, the weather looks very good in Belgium this week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Now, I was going to ask, um, after uh, Paris which was just a sensational ride by, by Simon, and we've spoken about that, but you, uh, you mentioned that uh, Simon did, did uh, get a little bit crook, you know, a little bit of uh, uh, that bronchial thing that's been going around. Yep. Obviously, he finished in the front group, uh, in, in the main group yesterday, no problem. How, how, how is he going right now? Yeah, he's good. I wouldn't say he's one hundred
3: percent, but we've still got uh, another twenty four hours before it really sort of matters. Today there'll be a bit of action probably in the in the crosswinds, but he handled that well yesterday. And uh, tomorrow's the first uh, the first hilltop finish in Catalonia. So what matters is how he feels probably about four o'clock tomorrow afternoon. But he's just shaking mm-hmm. shaking the remains of uh, of that of that infection. And look, his his brother got sick as well. His brother was scheduled to ride in Catalonia and couldn't make the start line. Uh, caught the same sort of uh, bronchitis, so it has been going around. It's decimating certain teams, and you certainly need a little bit of luck. And when you catch it, and when your when your key riders uh, have a, have to have a bit of time off. And Simon had a very easy week between Paris and Catalonia, but uh, no, fingers crossed he's good tomorrow because he's got good legs. And uh, this is sort of the last race of his block before he has a month without competition. Uh, and we got one final push for us in World Asturias before the Giro.
1: I'm going to ask you about that because um, uh, what is his programme? I and you're saying he's got only a month off because I, I believe he, he he will win the Giro. And I'm loving that you're doing a special show so if people jump onto uh, mm. the Green Edge website. They can see I think part two is about to come up of of uh, of Simon's quest for for the Giro. And the, the part one was fantastic. Showed the as them as a youngster, I uh, love the photo with the, the two boys uh, and some soccer player. You know, David Beckham, uh, <laughs> exactly. That <laughs> would have been yeah, a whole yeah, lot of yeah. <laughs> run, the run, the Yates boys. Yeah. yeah, but no, that was great. But but we, you know, as I'm probably going too far and saying I believe you will win, but he's definitely one of the favourites. Uh, and but I I think he will. But what's his program after after this?
3: Yeah, so after Catalonia, uh, I'm meeting him on Sunday night, and we're going to go. We're going to nick across to Italy, to Venice on Sunday night, and we're going to look at stage nineteen of the stage nineteen of the Giro. Now, it's probably not the biggest day of the race, but it's a, there's a there's a climb in we, the stage goes into Slovenia. The second half of the stage is quite hilly, and uh, there's a climb there that's 10, 10 kilometers at ten percent. Uh, then you descend down, and then you climb up to the finish out. Stage nineteen, I know what that's like. You know, there's it's pretty easy. To, there's there's big gaps in the group. Ten k ten percent will split any any race in half, and whether it's in the last hour of racing, um, it'll be a crucial one. It's a, and it's a climb that no one knows. Um, we don't we haven't used it before in races, so we're going to go across there and see that. Then Simon's going to um, head up and do some more stuff in the wind tunnel up in uh, London, and have a have a pretty easy week. And then uh, then he'll start his altitude preparation which will go for three and a half weeks or so. And then uh, we're going to take, uh, take a big chunk of the, the Giro team to Vuelta Asturias. It's a race we haven't done before. It's a three-day race in the north of Spain. And it's just put to put the icing on the cake. The plan will be to go there, win the race with Simon, and just uh, just blow out a bit of the cobwebs of uh, you know, how we work as a team uh, at a smaller race. And uh, we did it last year with Tour of the Alps, which we went there and won. And uh, we'll be using the same sort of template again uh, in Vuelta Asturias then home for a day, and then uh, off to Budapest. Uh, it race. It, the race finishes on the Sunday, and we're off to Budapest on the Tuesday for a Friday start.
0: Now, Bling was talking a bit earlier about confidence. Is that one of the main reasons why you like to do the recon? Just so that, you know, for Yates, he knows the course. He knows, like, you know, how tough those climbs are or whatever. And just to give him that confidence, if it is sort of tied in the final there, um, and, and how much of an effect does that have on a rider's sort of psyche, that they've done the recon.
3: Yeah, I think Simon's a guy, so he, he does sit on the fence with the recons. I think this one worked out well logistically because what you don't want to do is you don't want to drag guys away for for an extra week here and there when they're already spending so much time away. But what my, what, my, what Simon is very confident with is, is we, we see the courses and we've got a good idea of those courses as well. So last week in between Paranis and, um, and Milan Sanremo, I spent five days looking at the courses in Southern Italy when I spoke to you last Tuesday, uh, mm. and then I know no, Dave McPartland's going to be looking at some uh, next week, and then Gene, who's at Catalonia, is going to do an, a block of a block of stages around where he lives in northern Italy uh, the week prior to the Giro. So, between the three of us, we will have checked out every single mountain stage of the race. Um, which you know, we you know, as as a group of sports directors, we're going to go in pretty confident, knowing us, knowing what we're calling. We did it last year. We've done it. We've done it many years now, Jonesy, as you know. Um, but we obviously, when you when you got a GC team and a one of the favourites, you, you are turning every stone upside down to work out those minor details that, that may help you make some better calls. Uh, we just not. We don't look at the sprint stages. They're not for us. But uh, I think. Some guys really like to see the stages and and they really value it. And other guys are more. You know, Simon's someone who he doesn't like to be away from home unless it's necessary. But this one worked well logistically, and he obviously has a lot of faith in us that we, uh, us knowing the course, can pass that information on to him.
0: Well, I just I just hope that uh, hope that the Giro let you film every stage because you know obviously there's going to be a big build up and we don't have to resort to 2016 tactics and recreate stages with toys.
3: No, that's that's that that uh
0: that's 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 that pissed them right off. They weren't happy when we we broke the stick at the old Giro organizers. It was good fun.
6: Um, and that was the year obviously
0: we came close with Esteban Chavez, um, and my old mate Nibbly. And I'll never forget when he shook hands with the Giro boss, the finish there, I gave him the daggers. Nah. I still haven't moved on from that, but anyway, yeah, hopefully yeah. it's not that tight uh, nearing no, the it's, end. No, uh, a, a lot of the, a
3: lot of the, a lot of the Giro rivals are racing each other this week in Catalonia actually. So Carapaz is there, Dumoulin mm-hmm. is there. Uh, the other one will be, who we probably won't race against from now to the start of the Giro is Lander. Uh, he was third place last week in Tirreno and he's doing a Tour of the Alps. So I think they're the, they're the big favorites for me. I think uh, Lander, Carapaz and Simon Yates. Um, Dumoulin will be interesting. I think he hasn't got he obviously had a great ride at the Olympics to win the silver medal, but his his stage race condition is not yet back where it was a couple of years ago. But uh, regardless, it's going to be a it's going to be a very very competitive Giro,
0: and um, and I'm looking forward to it. Hey, before we let you go, one last thing: what what's going on with the Netflix series? You didn't get a start. I heard they've finalized the eight teams for the Drive to Survive series, uh, mate. You could have been a global superstar. You've seen what it's done for the F1 guys. But all I'll say is their loss.
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they could have got some gold. Although, although, on a serious note, I was there obviously in 2017 when the Amazon crew were there. They did a great product, but it does add a layer of stress. And I heard that the contracts are, wherever they put the cameras in the cars and the buses and that, that's it. You don't have any creative control. And as you know, at a Grand Tour, stages 13 to 16, there's going to be some juicy stuff and yep. in the current climate for oh, jeez i'll yeah. be i'll be sweating bullets yeah look it's
3: i i understand it is it's really good value for the sponsors but it's also something that uh, yeah it's not you know, it is a special environment the race environment and uh, when teams are under a lot of pressure, it is. You know, I think our team handles that well. W- we were sort of desensitised with your presence there for a few years, there, mate. And, and we, have had, <laughs> we have had, we have had, we have had a lot of media more than any team really, uh, with more access uh, than 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 most teams. So our guys could handle it very well. But it, uh, c- certainly, uh, it's not for everyone. And uh, having been basically living in a reality television show during the Grand Tour people will react differently and uh, that will make for some great footage. But uh, anyone who's been around our team knows that, uh, that we have plenty of entertainment and um, it is their loss. Uh, maybe next year. Look, you have one quiet year and people forget about you, don't they? But yeah. uh, but uh, I'm sure this is success is going to be a series it's going to open up a new audience to, uh, to cycling. I'd never, watched, I'd never watched anything about Formula 1 until that series and I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's a great great template and uh, they're going to try to recreate the same sort of template with uh, with cycling.
0: Yeah, I feel sorry for that Rolf Aldag lookalike, you know, from Haas. <laughs> He's always stressed, that guy. <laughs> He's always like, guys, guys, we've got to be more professional. You know, and there's folks dropping wheel nuts on the changes. and uh, It's a great show. But, no, we really appreciate you joining the detour again, mate. All the best over the next couple of weeks. And uh, as we said, sensational win by bling overnight. And uh, I think with confidence, uh, as we all know, Bling, uh really reaches his potential. So, when it rains, it pours. So, it should be the the first of many for sort of two with Green Edge.
3: No, no, it's it's a bit real busy week and, and very busy time of the year. And uh, like Jerry said, we've had uh, a great start to the year four four wins already, and uh, been up and about in all the races. So it's uh, it's a nice way to get off the get off the, uh, the get off the mark.
0: Good stuff, mate. We'll, we'll, if he,
1: oh, I was just going to ask it? We, we've going back a bit, but um, we haven't mentioned the poor old guy who ran second in Milan St. Remo, but I was going to ask you about him, Andy Terje, or Terje, or whatever you say. He's been around for a while, I think he's 27, 28, ride right for Total Energies, used to be with Cofidis. but that was a ride and a half. I mean, he actually jumped away from everyone as well. He didn't quite get to, to Mihalik, but he was not far away. So um, that's a big step up for him. It is, it is. Look, he... he uh... He's
3: been around a while, like you said, John, and he does, has pulled out some really good rides in the classics. Um, and it was, we're like, when we when we uh, we saw Peter Sagan obviously, puncture before the bottom of the suppressor, and then he came back, he got back to the last wheel at the, at the bottom of the trappressor, And then we're looking at looking near the top of the suppressor. Who's that guy? From, surely, gee, that's not Sargon, is it? And we thought, oh, gee, we thought Sargon had this miracle ride to go through the bunch mm-hmm. on the Trappressor and pop himself in the top five wheels. And we, we couldn't work out who it was. And then, uh, then we, we finally clicked. It was Turgis. And I, I, I'd be lying to say it's a surprise because he's uh, he has shown that he's uh, – year by year, he has improved. And, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's he's one of the best classics riders. I'm sure you'll see some big rides out of him in the next three weeks up in Belgium as well. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Thanks, heaps.
0: No worries, Whitey. Bye, gents. See you again soon. Take it easy, mate.
1: Oh. All right, bud. Look That's out, so White.
0: Uh, now, another thing before we go, Lockheed Morton, if he sensational. Yes. Ride. He's made the, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Ukrainian border.
1: Yeah, so he did, uh, it was a thousand kilometers he rode uh, to the right to the uh, through Poland to the border uh, of Ukraine. Uh, and he raised, he hoped to raise uh, just over $100,000. He raised 200, in excess of $200,000, rode nonstop, 42 hours. Um, he's just a legend. He is know. a legend. Yeah
0: he, yeah. he needs some sort of recognition from Australia for all of this. Should be Lockheed Morton O A M. At least. Yeah.
1: Well, exactly. I look it, I, I think he's starting to get it, but people do love what he does. It's one of the thing, one of the reasons that EF have kept him as part of that team because I think it's it, smart. It, it, I think it's, it's so very smart. smart. Very so smart.
0: smart. Teams should be yeah. looking to do that. Like have a have a rider on your roster that does things like Lockheed is and raising money and awareness. Put him in your kit, pay him a salary, and and you know the amount of media exposure you got by riding in front of the Tour de France equate, equated to more media than that team had ever had at the Tour in their history.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, so exactly. it's a no-brainer. Yeah, yes. No, he, he's a legend. And uh, um, also, a really good race for the the, the ladies with the uh, Trofeo Alfredo Binda, So, the toe strap classic, as uh, old folks right. like uh, us suck. call it. Toe <laughs> uh, no strap uh, classic. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we Alfredo Binder made the best uh, uh, toe straps in the mm-hmm. old days, uh, and he was also a, a superstar. I think he won the uh, uh, the Giro back in the day. But um, yeah, so uh, Elisa, uh, the world champion, uh, uh, Balsamo, uh, she was very fast. Start mm. starting to really show some great form. So she's hit, hit the lead of the women's world tour this year. Uh,
0: big. That is a her. great salute. I, I love great, that salute, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That. That is someone who is very excited, and she is a, she's a fantastic bike rider. Mm. Um, and she won it from uh Zola and uh Paladin. So, uh, but yeah, no, uh, some really good women's racing coming up right now, was, There's a lot of history
0: in that race as well. I think it's like 45 years old, and for an Italian to win it, um, that's a, that's a big one for her. So, yeah, and it, in the but- rainbow colors. Yeah,
1: Massive. I think it's the oldest uh, of the women's uh, classics. So yeah, mm. a great bike race. But uh, yeah, all, all right. right, we've so, got a couple more uh,
0: comments. Uh, Catherine Whelan, Top Show, the Detour Team. Thanks, Catherine, yeah. and uh, Catriona McDonald. Totally, Dan Lockie is an absolute bloody legend. Uh, couldn't agree more. I think uh, <laughs> more teams should be doing that. Maybe you could get you could go from the. Uh, Bike exchange Jayco, mascot to doing what Lockie does. Jerry, sling some coin, put some kid on, do yeah. some charity rides if he.
1: Forty-two hours, one thousand kilometres. It might take me a while to get up to that. Yeah, sort but of what floor. a story!
0: What about think of the, about the publicity you get? Eighty-year-old man paddles. <laughs> Battles his I'm legs.
1: Like, I'm only 72, mate. Don't, don't, don't start putting eight years onto me. But uh yeah. 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 Don't you well, talk? I'll still give yeah. you a bloody whopping if you get out if you were a game to get out on the bike. yeah, so, oh, hey, hey, hey,
0: I've got plans. I've got plans. I might be doing yeah. something in June. Hold on ah, to your hats. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh. Who
0: knows? Okay. Who knows? Well, you
1: you're very good at walking. You do a lot of walking. A lot of talking. <laughs> uh, well, anything you want add yeah. before
0: we wrap things up, Johnny? That's
1: it. No, look, it's it's getting to the, the the crunch time. I just uh, I was talking to Stewie just before, and he's heading off um, yeah, next week to go to the classics working with uh, Moo Moo. So I have got a chance to give them a plug before, but Moo Moo, uh, I've got a group going over for the classics, and of course, glass is a bit screwed, screwed, but um, of course, um. Uh, they've still got a few spots on that uh, Giro tour. But uh, Stuart was saying, I see I've got his uh, thing here, he said, um, I'm going to find it first, um, one of his mates, because I was talking to him about uh, Sonny Cobrelli, I said, that's scary. Uh, and, and he said, um, uh, actually, spoke to a friend who, who called him uh, and uh, he said uh, he was actually talking quite well, but he said they actually did a cardiac massage on him on the finish line that kept him alive, you know. Wow. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, but, so luckily he, he's uh, coming out of it. But And also I was talking to um, to, to Brent Copeland, you know, the, the, the uh, general manager of uh, of Mike Exchange Joker, and uh, we were just texting back and forth. And he said he was told, because he didn't start – Melanceruma rumor because of that, to take it easy his first couple of races back. But it's yeah. pretty easy to say oh, that. Hard, but
6: yeah. bike like riders are bike riders. Nice.
1: You put them into a finish like that, suits him no. out of the ground, it was always going to be out of him and bling up there. Uh, and you, you of course, you're going to lay it on the line. But mm. uh, Anyway, look, my, my last thing I'd just like to say, all my thoughts uh, go to Sonny Cobb a superstar. You know, we know how good he is. Went Perry Rabay last year. Uh, I just hope he uh, um, com- comes back without too, mu- too much damage.
0: That's right. And I'll, my last one is a comment from Leon. He says, Don't forget Jones, he once signed on at the Giro. The kid has form. That's, that's true. Winner sprinter. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh we'll be back again on Thursday, six thirty PM Australian Eastern Standard Time. Thanks again to Gene Bates, Michael Matthews, and of course Matt White for their guest appearances on the show. And we'll, we'll see you on Thursday. Who have we got lined up for Thursday? Uh,
1: uh, we b- 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 should oh, be Jerry Ryan, Jerry Ryan yeah, you know. Sorry, <laughs> In fact, enjoy our
0: final show of the detail. <laughs> yeah. But uh who have we got on Thursday, John.
1: Well, we were supposed to have Luke Plapp on today, but we, we, we ran out of room. But also he was—he he got called to a special meeting as well because he's riding uh, Catalonia uh, in support of Richie Port, who's right there. So uh, we're going to fine-tune our guest list uh, tonight and tomorrow morning, and we'll uh, announce who's going to be our superstars for Thursday. But we'll, we will be but, back on Thursday.
0: That, that is such a great answer for I don't know. We'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> this is the winning ride of the Tour de France,